Okay. Anytime you're ready. Okay. 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 That's. I just realized it kind of sounded like. Uh, I was like something from uh, Beastie Boys. Okay. Oh. It's before Heart Attack Man or something like that. No. Nah. Uh, what are you gonna do? That, that's that's okay. exactly how old we all are. Yes. Yeah. Beastie Boys sample references from between tracks. <laughs> It's not a sample. It's like something they say before they start playing one of their hardcore songs. Wow. Yeah. Well, it sounds pretend Canadian. Let's start this. Let's start it. Oh, okay. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my. Neil doesn't know how to do this. He thought he could blend it, and he can't. Sure thought. Digging the mashed potatoes. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. Neil. Welcome to an episode of Jonah Ray. Dio can't make it because he is doing something. You know, I always think to myself, <laughs> I'm going to plan on what kind of thing he could be doing, and yep. I don't. Um, he's fishing with friends. He's fishing with friends. He's fishing with John. John Lurie. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Great Twitter. Fishing follow. with John. <clears throat> I, I, I bought it one of his art prints, John Lurie. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, it's his. I. I assumed it was a view from the backyard, but that I just realized right now that I've put everything in in it uh, entirely on me. I was just like, "Oh yeah, it's a picture of a backyard." I don't know if it's a backyard. I don't. I don't even know if it's outside. Hmm. It's a picture he did that I really liked. Neil and I recently looked up uh, how much it would be to get a Bob Ross painting, and, yeah. it, and it's not that much. Well, yeah. Do you remember what? Really, it was? it's like hundred fifty bucks. Because he just made he made them all the time. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, he's just a machine. Yeah, was, I wonder what that's like. They're also like kind of like generic hotel looking. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paintings, but well, yeah. I, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the podcast, but uh, where I am from, I, I live up a long road up in Santa Cruz. If you keep going up that long road, at the end of it is San the, Francisco. No, 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 no. Is up at the top of this hill in Santa Cruz is where uh, what's his name, Painter of Light, lived. Oh yeah, um, and he got he got in all sorts of trouble because uh, it's a very windy road that goes up to my my parents' house, and he got pulled over for DUI on that road like five times. Oh wow! Oh, no. um, but yeah, the whole what's paint- a cop doing up there in that uh, windy road? Well, that waiting for that DUI pullover. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, he Filling was quotas. fucking pigs. He, he, he was he <laughs> no, was. I think that's probably a good idea. No, we got to get drunk drivers off the road. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, especially guys with a gazillion dollars from. Making bullshit Christian paintings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah, point. he would he would get he would get smashed in Monterey and drive to Santa Cruz. Well, you know, sometimes Monterey. sometimes God's love is so much inside you that you have to drink. What was his that's name? Like, Thomas- like the the idea of the drunk priest is a uh, uh, that's that's why it's a cliche because there's so much of God's love that they have with, to overwhelm it with the, yeah. with booze, the taste of the earth. I had a family. We uh, my love of Christ. My dad's my dad's grand uh, mom had had a friend. A priest for a drunk priest friend. Oh, cool. Father uh, Francis. And he would come to fucking family gatherings and get sauced, and it was irritating. Oh, we, we had the. That was uh, 
when, uh, Jesuit all boys high school. We're kind of in the news these days. Um, <laughs> but one of one of the big. Pitches. I'm so sorry you guys are being persecuted. Well, thank right you, now. thank you. Finally, somebody's apologizing <laughs> to us. School. That's not it was Catholic. It's, it's Catholic, but Jesuits. I went to an all boys Catholic, so yes. yeah, Jesuits for the cool ones. But the one, the all boys Catholic school I went to, not nearly as white as the one that's in the news. <laughs> Quite the opposite, and really. More, more a, like a colonial <laughs> school for the natives to send <laughs> their children <laughs> to. Um, but the, they had a bar in. They had a Jesuit residence, and they had a bar that was the most polished thing on that campus because that's all the priests. They don't have other sins like other than maybe like driving too fast they can drink that's yeah. they can do that and so they're really really good at it and <laughs> then isn't isn't drinking too much isn't that um gluttony i i'm sh- you know they get around these things uh, all, all the way and then yeah. i and i'm almost positive that the their argument is like it's my only one yeah yeah but for, when, forgive me me for i have partied too hard yeah yeah when when the the kids that they thought would be good Jesuits got through high school. They would kind of like pitch them on like, hey, have you ever thought about being a priest? Um, and they'd give them like a tour of the residence and they explain what was kind of going on. And then they'd always end it in the bar mm. where that where these high school kids be like, oh, wow, these, these these priests really, really yeah. toss it back. My uh, my my friend back home used to tend bar at this uh, place where every week, like gaggle of priests would come in have a bunch of drinks, lunch, whatever, like on Fridays. And then uh, they could always like put the meal on like the church card uh-huh. and then they would leave cash for a tip. And then they would, le- instead of uh, uh, writing zero for tip, they would write given. Oh yeah. And I thought like, that's a pretty cool move. <laughs> I remember you telling me about that a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. And then like, I was like, it's a cool move one because they're getting around the fact that like they're tipping for their drinks. <laughs> And they're uh, kind of hiding it. Mm-hmm. And then two, bartenders don't have to claim those fucking cash tips if mm-hmm. they don't want to. Yeah. Like, yeah, nobody does. It's, yeah. the, it's, yeah. the, it's, the, it's the best thing. Yeah. Cash yeah. tips Server's are better. Uh, yeah, I, I don't write give it. I write, uh, and I also, I'm afraid of them if I write zero. If I give a cash tip, uh-huh. I'm afraid of writing zero because they're like, what if like a bar yeah, back yeah, yeah. grabs yeah. the, and then the guy's like, fuck you. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just, I write, I, I write cash, like, like really big <laughs> in block <laughs> letters. <laughs> Always, like always ass. good. Uh, tipping. <laughs> tipping is American. Um, yes, inherently American, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They, uh, it's get conf- they get confused if you try to do it in uh, England. Yeah. And, uh, and You left this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, like, all bars in England, even, like, the most, like, dirty pub I went to, when, and truth be told, I was in London. It's not like I was in, yeah. you yeah. know, like, along Shropshire. the moors. Yeah, yeah. That's but just like, uh, English but, like, town I made up. Even the um, even so like deep. the tiniest places, the Shropshire, is that a real place? I don't know, but that oh. was pretty good. <laughs> Shropshire, Shropshire, but it's it's spelled it, it, well, the way it's spelled doesn't look like it would yeah, say yeah, that at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like several C's. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but you can at any of these bars, you just you can like tap your phone. They have all the tap. You can tap. Yeah. You know, you can do all the fucking Apple Pay and shit like that. Oh, it's so oh, easy. Yeah, that's the it's uh, the 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 drinking culture is is so much more. Well done there, it, but I, I don't know. I think it's the lack of um, alcoholics. Yeah. No. Well, the, 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 isn't there something alcoholism? The the Swedish uh, thing um, where it's like the Swedish people are generally happy because 
everyone that had a depressive gene in uh, Sweden could not handle the winters and eventually sort of off themselves. Oh, so wow. it's like this genetically selected yeah. happy people, yeah. basically. I don't know. That and might, be, that might have, be eugenics. I, I might be missing. They missing. also don't have a lot of homeless because they die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, um, well, this uh, past weekend, I went to the Hopeless Records 25th anniversary uh, show uh, down at the Regent Theater, and it was it was a downtown Los Angeles downtown in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, I was very excited. Um, I, uh, they had a, a special drink menu. Oh, really? oh yeah. Uh, here are the the drinks they had. Um, the Dillinger Pour. Oh boy, which was uh, whiskey and coke, but which of course it should have been double whiskey, coke, no ice. Uh, Eighty eight fingers boozy, gin and oh. tonic. The gutter Moscow, so uh, Moscow which is Moscow meal. I want my drink back, which is a take on. I want my hat back from uh, Digger Rum and Coke. There, uh, great ass shot, which is a, a reference to greatest hits or great ass hits, great ass tits. I think I, I, the nobodies, and then uh, Long Island. Uh, that's a Long Island iced tea. Uh, Schlong now is a band, of course, with Dave Mello, from, uh, who was the drummer in Operation Ivy. Him and his brother uh, went to start a band after that, which was basically probably one of the weirdest bands. This is Schlong? Schlong, yeah. Yes. And uh, they, you know, they did a Fleetwood Mac. Uh, they covered Fleetwood Mac's Rumors in its entirety on a seven-inch record. <laughs> oh. Oh, so they're the ones that did punks that did Punk Side Story. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember Punk Side Story. Yeah, I had that, the, that, and that whole musical was like fourteen minutes when yes, you're done yeah, with it. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but of course they uh, they also did. You know, they did a lot of covers. They have a lot of weird. They do, they're just a weird band. They just like making weird music. And um, I got to see them, which was really great. And um, I were, I'm going to be playing songs uh, associated with Hopeless Records. Um, while I was there, I got I got I got a free pass for all this stuff. Oh uh, boy! So we're going to be starting with a uh, song from uh, Schlong's Fish Booty, and this Ooh. is the their cover of Kid Charlemagne for my man Neil Mahoney. Ooh. Oh boy! That, that's much shorter than the original. Yeah. Yes, much shorter than the original. I think they may have skipped a verse or a bridge or something. <laughs> they don't. They don't have the soloists in Schlong. I don't think that Steely Dan had. 
Uh, but yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Uh, like Donald, kind of uh, my friend Donald Abel, who's now living in who's a Los Angelino. Yes, he is. Uh, he's uh, he he described um, uh, Schlong as a uh, there there if Minutemen stayed together, got weirder and worse at their instruments. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, that that gets a. Donald's always has has a, has a real good turn turn on uh, turn on bands. We should have him on. Yes, yeah, we should. Uh, he gets over. I remember one time we had him on here, and he got really overly sincere uh, every time we asked him a question about something because he's a, he's such a thoughtful guy. Yeah. Well, uh, he's he was being immortalized. <laughs> Demoralized by being on this thing. Am I right? Yeah. He was looking talking at you. He was, he was looking it. at you. Talking about it. He wasn't looking at me when he said demoralized. He was looking at you. Oh. Well, well cause I, maybe because I was subconsciously cueing Neil for like a sweet ass sound drop, which we got. Which, yeah, yeah no, okay. I, sorry. I don't want to. I like Neil's new mics. My, Neil has upped his. Uh, <laughs> Laziness quotient? La- like, so Neil, uh, as you might have heard before, just le- leans, just he lays down the microphone on his chest. Yeah. To talk. Puts um, it right, 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 uh, collarbone level almost. Yeah, exactly. But now that he's wearing a hoodie with some strings, he's now tied the strings yeah. Yeah. like a fucking feed bag of audio pickup. Yeah. <laughs> I ate a croissant feed bag style this morning. I didn't want really? cr- to get, get crumbs, crumbs everywhere. So how, you, how, how are you doing, Neil? Are you feeling, feeling better? I, I should have asked this off the air. Neil, Neil, uh, Neil uh, hit a church last week. I That's did right. hit a church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was pouring rain, mm-hmm. pouring unprecedented rain. wetness, unprecedented yeah. wetness All, on the fourth day of rain, I on believe. Glendale yeah. Boulevard, uh, yeah. And I took off from a stoplight, skidded out, turned into it, and tires caught, jumped the curb, ruined my truck. What no. kind of church? It's a Ukrainian something or other. Mm. Ukrainian Orthodox. Like the the sign that like proclaimed what kind of church it was, was seemed to have been like. Painted over. Oh, okay. Oh, like, so like, it's like an X church with like a coat of like white paint. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And then as I was like, kind of still stunned, and like I, I moved my car back into the street, and then uh, I, I went up to like leave a note, and I just they, there was like three phone books stacked in front of the <laughs> oh, door. Oh wow. And I was like, well, I'll just find a page in this phone book that's left intentionally blank. For notes like these, Are you, is, just, is he getting picked up on the microphone? Yeah, it's a it's a little. I, I've, I've got to I'm doing a great job. No, but uh, like you turn your mouth away from it when you talk to us. Yeah, you gotta you gotta. These are not omnidirectional. No, they're they're sort of monodirectional. The sort of towards Uni. the front of it. Yeah, yeah, that's what we say in the business. No, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, so I went up to like leave a note, and then the neighbor came and was like, "What happened? Who hit you?" And I was like, "I didn't. No one hit me. I hit the wall." <laughs> and then. Uh, and then he was like, oh, I've lived here for 20 years or whatever. And then I was like, oh, do you know these people? Because they're not home and I'm trying to leave a note. And then I left a note and then limped my car to a garage and then... Still haven't heard? No, I got to the garage and then I heard later that day, like, yeah, we can't fix this. You need to go to a different place. Oh, wow. wow. And so have, you, have you heard from the church, though? Uh, I haven't heard from the church, but they fixed their wall. <laughs> Weird. Like their walls just like put back together. Oh. And I was like, all right. This is it, the way you, the way it is described. It is the opening of a horror movie. Is like you're just yeah. sitting at a stoplight. You try to go. You spin out and crash into a church. Yeah. yeah. Then, then you go you, in and it's kind of empty. And you're like, hello. The, yeah. It wasn't the wall of the church. It was like the wall that held the lawn up above the curve. So curb. you disturbed whatever was buried underneath that <laughs> church. Yeah. <laughs> you awoken something. 
There's going to be Ukrainian ghosts trying to feed me. Insert Ukraine. For, food first, here. they get our elections. Now they get our ghosts. Oh boy, that's a uh, topical. Uh, that's some misplaced topical humor there. <laughs> yeah, that's some two-year-old topical humor. Um, all right, another one of the bands uh, that played, and I, I met the acquaintance of uh, oh. at the uh, Hopeless Record Show. Was Wait, uh, you met someone who was acquainted with the band? Uh, no, no, someone I met and who I became acquainted with. Okay. Uh, uh, was the singer of the band 88 Fingers, Louie. Uh, he was a very sweet guy. We chatted a while. He's a, a you like shake his hand? Is it overwhelming? Uh, there, there, he's, he's, he's not the Louie. He's oh, not Louie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, his, uh, his band played, and he had a uh, guitar player that got me so excited because it was just this, it was the, a dude with like a fucking blonde beard, big blonde beard, straight Long blonde hair, mm-hmm. like a Norwegian metal dude. Okay, and his name apparently is Mr. Precision. <laughs> <laughs> and I, when I saw him, because I was like in the bathroom, they started playing. I came out and I saw him, and like I went to go, like, like, like reach for Don, go look at that guy. And as I was reaching for Donald, uh, Bud Diaz from Power Violence uh-huh. um, was uh, like between us, kind of, uh, and a little back. With his uh, cup of beer, and so when I went to reach for Donald, I splashed Bud's beer all over the m- the back of my oldest straight edge friend. <laughs> I'm sure it's not the first times that's happened. Yeah, yeah. It's like he, sneezing cocaine on. Get off the cross, dude. <laughs> uh, and so that was that was a bit uh, that was a bit unsettling, but yeah. So uh, and then uh, and then. So we're going to play a song from uh, their Behind Bars album, remixed and remastered, the Mr. Mr. Precision Edition, as they call it. Uh, And this is the song called Outright Lies by 88 Fingers Louie on Hopeless Records. Hope you enjoy it.
at Right Lies by Eighty Fingers Louie. It was a fun night. It was a, it was a it was a good time. Seeing I saw some people I hadn't seen in a while at that show. Who'd you see? Um, besides Bud Diaz. Besides Bud Diaz, uh, you know Christina Johns, of course, was mm-hmm. there. She of course, can't be. Um, and um, you know Dave Mello, who I, I had known for a long time, and like getting to see the. Um, the Dillons are four guys is always a nice, yeah. you yeah. know, nice thing. They are just, they are really just the, the, uh, the, the best band. They are maybe one of the best American rock bands uh, ever. They will go down, in my opinion, as one of the best all-time American rock bands. It, they, you know, I, they, uh, uh, Guttermouth played. Do you think they're the best American band with a number in their name? Um, three eleven, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> Some forty one, blink. Um, I'm trying to think of like a if there's like a terrible band that has does has a number in the word. Oh, like uh, as instead of a letter, yeah, like straight eight. Uh, There was there was a jazz combo called four play. Uh, Oh, five style. They're actually a pretty great band. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, other number bands. Blink-182. To illustrate, Five Styles spelled their name five, and mm. then the number five, S-T-I-L-E. So, S-T-Y-L-E. Oh, so, with a Y. Yeah. So he called them Five Five Isle. Jurassic mm-hmm. Five. Jurassic Five is great. That's, that is a good uh, five for fighting. Five for fighting. I That's go. just one guy. That's not a band. Well, mm. well Ben Folds Five. Ben there Folds Five. That's three guys. That's Dave three guys. Clark Five. Dave Clark Five. Yeah. Uh, the Crick. No, the Crickets. Herman's Formits. <laughs> <laughs> Treacherous Three. Uh, okay. Uh, tag Team. Well, not really. No, not at all. <laughs> what well, team imply? Yeah. You know what? If we're gonna get into semantics, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play. One, two. We're team literally dealing four. with semantics. <laughs> we're only dealing with semantics. <laughs> You know, there's no, there's no um, numbers in, in in metal. Metal doesn't seem to use numbers. There's right? no like Knights of the Sixty Six or something like that. That oh, seems man, like yeah. uh, or like. I mean, Nine Inch Nails was taken by uh, you know an d- industrial pop band. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what is it? Three Inches of Blood. Oh, there you go. Uh, no, uh, it's not three. It's six. Avenge Sevenfold. Avenge Sevenfold. Well, uh, are they metal? They put yeah, a they seven are metal. in there too. I think. Oh, do they? Yeah, and the I, uh, like the movie. I can't S- parse their yeah. fonts. Seven, 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 and metal stuff. Number. I don't know. I bet Ether John will fucking tell us on yep. Twitter yep. soon enough. <laughs> Two weeks from now, we don't remember. He's been on top of it. He's. I think he's now. Now that we've mentioned him, he's now trying to be more with it. <laughs> he's more <laughs> worth it. Uh, yeah. Um, so often, though, his responses are so much in context of him. I think listening at the time that he's writing it, that I have no idea what the fuck he's talking. But he yeah. also mentions that now too. Yeah, yeah. He's we. Yeah, we just need to get up to speed. We just need to listen to our own podcast more often. So oh we God, can God, no. Um, I hope you didn't say anything too insulting about me last week that the listeners have been waiting for me to come back and <laughs> devastate you with because I I, always, I have not listened to that. No, it's okay. We didn't. I didn't say anything. I just said, uh, Katie, you're better at this. <laughs> But how could you te- how could you tell that you weren't even listening? Like you you don't have headphones. <laughs> no, on. you sometimes like, just have a feeling. You know how uh, you just feel sometimes. Yeah. Um, also, it was pretty great that like she pressed record and then just kind of rolled over and started looking at her phone. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, you're not 
you don't care about being involved in this at all. Um, uh, the uh, I, the band Guttermouth is not good. No? no. Willing to take that stand? Yeah, I just don't like them. Okay. Uh, and I gave them. They were they were great. They were very tight in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And uh, the singer did take a quite the fall Ooh. off the stage, landed on his head, landed on Megan Thompson, the girl, uh, very very great um, music video director that directed me and uh, Deanna in that uh, in that video for uh, uh, what are they called? <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. One of the videos of D and I in them. Um, one of the trilogy. Yeah. Bayside. Bayside. Yeah. 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 Um, Basified. Was it she like standing by herself and she was taking pictures like up below the stage and the guy fucking fell on top of her? Oh, so it was a fall. It wasn't like a, a jump that nobody supported yeah. him on. But what's what's yeah? No, it was a it was like a fall. So he went head first, like in, uh, accident wise. But finished nice. the song, so you got to give him that. There was this thing he did though that was very. I mean, they've been around a really long time, and I'm sure they've had to be antagonistic towards the audience in many situations. But like. This is a show celebrating a label that everyone was there for. Mm-hmm. Everyone was there to see the bands there. And like in between like the first song, like he started going like it's like, fuck you. What the fuck? Who fuck you guys, right? Like it's like yeah. it's like like come on, LA, oh LA, oh, we're so cool. And like uh, uh like um and then it was fucking Donald again turns to me, he's like, he's like, Who's he talking to? <laughs> 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 I was like, yeah, in this situation, what is he? What? What's the? Yeah. Uh, that uh, that's not appropriate at your Hall of Fame ceremony induction speech. It's just like, like at this point, what's where's the anger coming from? Yeah. What's the attack yeah. for? There was it was so it was not just you know, not my thing. Some people really seem to enjoy. Other band that play, Mustard Plug played. Uh, so Dave Lyons, of course, was very excited. Lots, a lot many. of skanking. It's a band that's come up a lot. They're a ska band? They're a ska band, and they've been around the whole time. They've never stopped, but mm-hmm. they're from, like, uh, Michigan. Yeah. Oh, right. So he and was saying, so like, he, if any, like, punk band came through, Mustard Plug also played. Yeah, and that was, like, D had to, like, Deanna ended up not going to the show because she got sick, but it was so funny because she wanted to go because she really likes Dillinger 4, and she always has these stories growing up. She's like, every time I want to see a band, like, Rock from the Crib play, then I would have to see Mustard Plug. This band would play. Then I would have to, like, Scare Chalk would play. I would have to see Mustard Plug. And, um, and, and she was like, and I was, the, the morning of the show, I was laughing because I was like, oh, you're 36. And for the first time in a very long time since you were a kid, you're going to have to sit through Mustard Plug <laughs> to see a band you want to see. There's there's some to that, like, it's a f- spicy nostalgia. Like, the thing you hated as a kid, you get to, you have to do again. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> Enjoy what I, your Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Digger also played, and, you know, I was a big fan of Digger when I was a kid, and those guys were really fun to see. Um, the, uh, the thing, though, I realized about what I, I don't like Hopeless Records as much as I like Subsidy Records, which was their little subsidiary, um, uh, which had like a lot of great bands I really liked mm-hmm. on them. Um, and one of those bands was Scared to Chaka, a band that I was already into, right. and then they end up going on to Subsidy Records. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that was a band that I really wished would have played uh, the, the concert. Well, do you think they'll do a Subsidy Fest? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's possible. It'd be really cool. It'd be when, really, really how, cool. How, when did Subsidy form? When, it, when is their 20th anniversary? Uh, Google it, like, dog. Like, so point, I guess Neil. it would be 25th anniversary, so maybe like another five years, maybe. Oh, yeah. uh, but yeah, because get the weaker thens also on Subsidy. Uh, uh, it's like you know, great. There was great, great bands. Um, I'm going to play a Scared of Chaka song, 
uh, because uh, they were on Subsidy Records, which is, of course, Hopeless Records, who, was, who we're talking about right now. Yes. And this is from uh, their first Commentary. Subsidy <laughs> uh, record, um, Tired of You. And this is the song, All My Friends Are Ghosts. I am Lori Kilmartin. And I'm Jackie Cation. Together, we host a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show. Uh, we're both stand up comics. We recently met each other because women weren't allowed to work together on, on the road or in gigs for a long, long time. And so our friendship has been unfolding on this podcast for a couple of years. Jackie constantly works the road. I write for Conan and then I work the road in between. We do a lot of stand-up comedy. And so we celebrate stand-up and yes. we also bitch about it. We keep it to an hour. We don't have any guests. We somehow find enough to talk about every single week. So find us. You can subscribe to The Jackie and Lori Show at MaximumFun.com org or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, bye. Amor.
Hey, all right. Uh, so that was, uh, of course, a uh, scared Chaka before that, and then some uh, some some work to be done with the the ads, mm-hmm. and then um, Jackie and Laurie coming to Jackie and Laurie coming to Max Fun, uh, and then uh, we played Adam and his package with the song "Anarchy Means I Litter" from the album "Redefining Music," which is a Hopeless Records release. Uh, I was really hoping Adam would make it down for that show, but alas, not necessarily in the cards. And his package was nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. Nowhere to be seen. Uh, I love Adam's package. Uh, I'm glad that um, Chris Gethard was able to convince him to play on his show. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, you know, here's the thing. Max Fun, we're not the only punks in town anymore. No. Oh, boy. Is this about Jackie and Laurie again? No, 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 no. This is about another dynamic duo Known as Ted and Amy. Oh yeah, Ted a, Leo. Oh, and are we Amy a dynamic Mann. duo? What? Are we a dynamic duo? You and I? No. No, I think no, the, between the three of us, I think I, I think the th- but the three of us add up. I to meant a Jackie dynamic. and Laurie. Are, oh, okay. Oh. Because he said Jackie and Laurie. I said no, another dynamic duo. I thought you were so. Calling... It's usually like when uh, words and phrases happens. They, well, they I come thought off were, of each other. I thought you were talking saying that Cash and I are dyna- dynamic duo. God no. No, there was no. Dynamics like a, between any of us. Okay. Anything we had. I've any always thought of myself as like a Robin who's taller than Batman. Any any kind of charm we had with each other, if we've we've just filed down to a dull Nub? limpless. Okay. It's like we thumb our friendships into each other now. <laughs> thumb. <laughs> like oh, like a like thumbing like a limp penis? Yes. <laughs> yes, Neil. Well, I don't know. I've never had to do that. <laughs> but you know the term. Well, no, because I've heard it. Yes. <laughs> so therefore, it's a reference point to be used. I've heard it like twice. And so I had to dig it out a little bit with Duh. my thumb. <laughs> I've never had to dig anything out with my thumb. All right. Well, so I'll... therefore, I don't get the reference. Hold on. I'll be over here. <laughs> <laughs> See, Neil's depression jokes are much funnier now that he has a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's yeah, I, guess he, I guess he missed that first time, Cash. <laughs> I guess he's a better knivesman. <laughs> oh, the knives, the knives, the knives. Oh, boy. Shout out to the guy that commented. To the, you had an Instagram guy comment on one of your pictures, mm-hmm. and his name was like, like, Whatever, Ian Jackson knife smith. And I was like, oh, let me check this guy out. Guy makes custom knives. Hey. Really? <laughs> now we're friends. My friend Nalu um, uh, makes knives in, uh, back in Kailua in my town that I grew up in. And uh, I asked him, I was like, hey, I was like, hey, it'd be really cool if I can get a knife made for my wife. And he said, he said, I, uh, I am four years behind. Oh, <laughs> That's wow. how many orders he has. Wow. Because wow. they're like he did like they're popular and he does well he does makes them really well but he's got enough orders to where he's crazy just doing them all the time now yeah there's two different uh, companies that I started following that make custom knives and then I approached one of them and I was like what do you have in stock that I can like maybe pick something out he's like I don't have stock I make custom knives Jeez. wow so I was like I have to know like what wood and what fixtures i want to like i don't yeah. know that shit i just like sticking you stuff. don't know that stuff it's like it's like wood and shit that's i know as much about that as i do about thumbing into <laughs> <laughs> not as funny as kamal 
Yeah. Now it's funny as Kumail, not as good at, uh, as announcing Oscar nominations I, as I Kumail. feel like you got robbed on that one. I feel like you could have you nailed that one. I think they should ask the two of nailed us. It. Oh, that would have been great. Which two? <laughs> Me and you, Neil. Dynamic, yeah! Dynamic uh, duo. Jackie Cation and Cash Hartzell. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. If you want to help me out, introduce me to a girl. I did. Yep. <laughs> it worked out. Yep. Yeah, you kind of did. Yeah. Um, the uh, I, I don't get angry. I don't care anymore about like nominations and who gets it and who doesn't. Yeah. It feels like such a waste of time and energy for people to go like, no, this one should have got the trophy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will say... Um, it also rep- feels a little bit like silly when the world is crumbling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess the world's always been crumbling. It's always but, been crumbling. But now we're just old and grumpy enough to be like, well, now we who can, gives a shit? Now we can document every single fucking angle of it. Right, you know? yeah. that, is, that is the nice thing. There's a lot more work for documentarians. Documentarians. <laughs> They're going to know exactly how this <laughs> shit went down. <laughs> all right? Like that Sebastian Mustigal. What's the guy's name? Who? He's a comic, Sebastian something or other. He talks like this. Uh, he was doing more of a Chicago. Yeah, he was kind of Midwestern and yeah. up, up, up the middle. There. I'm watching uh, Escape at Danamora. Oh, yeah. Which is that? so good. I watched like the first two, and then uh, uh, my girlfriend, the cash will never meet, uh, <laughs> was like, oh, I want to watch that. And I was like, okay, great. And then that was like two months ago. Yeah, it's, um, I've learned, and it was my therapist told me to do it. She's like, like she's, she's like, if you want to watch something, just watch it. Because like a lot of my anxiety, because D and I like all the same stuff, mm-hmm. so I found myself just like trying to look for stu- stuff that we she wouldn't want to watch. Yeah, I find that I find that myself too. You're sitting at home and you're like, oh, I need to save that. I need to save that. Yeah, yeah she doesn't really like this. And then you wa- you start watching, and you're like, I don't, I don't really, really like, like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and so like I just started like well because like last night, yeah, it was last night. Uh, I was at home and she was at class and I like I was like I'm gonna fuck it I'm gonna rent mid 90s I feel like watching like a fucking 90s skate video movie yeah and I fucking loved mid 90s yeah that's what I've heard really ended up liking it a lot more than I thought it would well and I don't want to like it yeah last year right yeah okay so that did that get any nominations no you're turning your head away from the thing that records it did that get I don't know no no not at all um I think the four three not the most necessary felt he, felt like it's it, shot in four three in like it, the old it's so he I basically guess so, shot but it's like, it. I, and I thought it was just because like it, and I know it's because like oh that's like what the skate videos were in mm-hmm. but there wasn't it didn't it still didn't look like it was still well shot yeah and so the four three didn't make the skate videos look like yeah it didn't it didn't help you fully embrace the look it was oh, just so sort of like a, a look half on step. it to make it look like no no it was like, like a, just a well shot like yeah, movie that they put something. in four three oh. um I, I, I felt that unnecessary and kind of like in it, it why it, you wasting my pixels bro yeah well you know who you know who, who did a great job with the four three was uh, a, a ghost story because that was beautiful and they even yeah. did the thing where they kind of rounded the edges like it was an old um you know eight millimeter yeah oh, cool. started yeah that's, they, that's they, really not cool. the edges but the corners they yeah. rounded the corners so it was you know I also say that the drunk history episode where they did citizen Kane that was in four three very well done but that makes sense yeah because the whole thing was stylized to look like Citizen yeah. Kane. Yeah, and people forget that Citizen Kane was in 4-3. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the 4 colon 3 aspect ratio, which yeah. is more of a square TV rather than your commonplace. It, it's basically TV, everything that was ever shot for TV 
from the invention of TV until what seven years ago, mm-hmm. ten years ago, or something yeah. like that. And yeah. it is I my my girlfriend was sick recently, and she, when she gets sick, she brings out the Miss Marple BBC uh, things from like the seventies, and I watched one of those with her the other day. It's all in four three, and it has this nostalgic look that like, it has this look what that is the only place i've seen it in the last 25 years is like weird swedish porn from the <laughs> 70s that have been, has been put on the internet like it's not preserved anywhere else oh wow except for miss marble and 70s porn yeah but i i, I recommend mid 90s it like it does feel like all the kids are all kind of legit and yeah. like it's it's a really well-paced uh you know Meandery kind of story. It is. Um, I re- well, the the weird thing is, is there is a movie from that time that is also sort of about that. I, it, except kids? it's yeah. Except it's much more sensational. I feel like this yeah. is more a personal story. Yeah, this is like you know, yeah. I, I see, yeah, I could see how it's like kind of like kids like, but this this is also very Southern California. Yeah. On oh, and okay. this and this, I didn't when I saw kids, I didn't see anyone. I I saw. I didn't feel like yeah. a connection. Very different skate scenes. Too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's, it's totally an urban thing. It's totally the middle of the city. Yeah. And, but and like this one, like it's like there's kids and because, you know, just the way they talked and the, the like, you know, the, the things they wore, mm-hmm. um, it felt so much more like the skate scene I was a part of growing yeah. up or hung out at. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but then, uh, yeah, escape of Denimora. Ben Stiller fucking directing the shit out of this thing. It's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. It's fucking like, it's just, it's sometimes funny. It's a great performance. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. I'm surprised yeah. like it didn't become a sensation. Well, it's, it's the weird Showtime thing. Like, yeah, just, just there's something else that's on Showtime. I'd love to watch it, but Black I Monday, Black Monday. Yeah. Have you watched that? Yeah. Good. I got Showtime, man. I know you do. You Ray Donovan had you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's uh, that that was the thing. That's what I I can't remember why I got into it, but yeah, fucking Escape from Denimore is so fucking good. How many? It's like six, right? Um, I think it's like seven. Okay, but they're like hours. And they're hours, yeah. and like they all feel as big as movies the yeah. entire time. Yeah, that first one I was like, whoa, yeah, and satisfying it, watch, and then I was like, when are we gonna watch? Okay, when you have time, not now. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> now I have them all on my my DVR, but my DVR. I haven't gotten to them yet. Mm. Yeah. Other than that, I've just been watching uh, King of the Hill nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's best, a good show. Best American sitcom. One of the best American sitcoms of all time. Well, th- did th- I see something recently about like how it's like the longest running show? No. No. Simpsons has to be longer. Than Simpsons that. way longer. By it, like it was twenty years. It was yeah. on for five years before and twenty after. Or yeah. Something like yeah. that. Um, I we. Somebody, I was having a conversation with somebody. We were talking about like that the three animated shows. I guess they're probably four in in pop culture. Are you got The Simpsons? You got Family Guy from a a size perspective, but Bob's Burgers and King of the Hill are just these extremely long, well running, and they're all. I guess South Park can be. I guess South, yeah, Park, South Park too. Park, definitely, yeah. But the, the the those four in particular are all kind of about a family that doesn't really hate each other whereas like every other like live action sitcom is always like the dysfunctional family all the like bob's burgers king of the hill they're like oh no we just kind of get through it it's like this weird i don't know i i i i always feel that i should separate king of the hill from all of that stuff yeah. just because it's just 
it's just the way they tackle stuff. That's also they their characters grow and remember things that happen mm-hmm. and things progress mm-hmm. and you know throughout the seasons like you know like like you know Luann shaves her head and then her hair starts to slowly grow yeah. out and, you know and there's so many subtle things um subtle jokes because of you because because you know the world like where it's like mm. they they can make really subtle jokes that um were like i i think it was a uh, yeah like hank finds a little arrowhead in his yard and he tries to go sell to john redcorn and like john records is like it's like i can't like uh i can't take this from you i can't take another man's thing and then you hear uh dale's wife <laughs> like you know in the background and it's just like a like a subtle like you know it's like oh you get you got to know all these different small kind of things yeah well that 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 storyline i remember from that show being because it at the beginning it was like it was a very obvious joke and then the longer they went on and the more like the person who's cuckolding this guy feels bad about it and decides they're not going to do it anymore and they like grow as people as they become better people like that's That was like a very conscious movement of this. Like, this was a thing that we introduced as a joke. Now let's take it real and what are the like emotional consequences? Yeah. Yeah. That was a thing that uh, when I interviewed and eventually did like one episode of Bojack Horseman, like binged it. And I was like, oh, there's like a really specific continuity to this where like in like the first season, like there's a fire. I don't remember what the accident was, but the Hollywood sign. The D falls down. Yeah, yeah. And God, they, that was a good episode. And for the rest of the show, oh, yeah, yeah. they referred to it as Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, this is great. And then, like, yeah. And then, of course, like, yeah, the emotional uh, arcs track. Yeah. Definitely. And it's not like kind of Simpsons World where it just kind of resets every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from, you know, Mrs. Krabappel and. Uh, yeah, bleeding up Murphy. Yeah. Flanders' wife dying. Um,. Yeah, that was like that was like I remember that was such a big thing. They're like, someone's yeah. gonna die, and then they're never gonna come back. It's crazy. We've never done this. Um, so a little, a little Did that bit. That ever of, on the Flintstones? Yeah. Did the the, those, those the alien guy, the Marvin the Martian, Magazoo? Well, there was the time traveling guy that went. I think he appeared on both the Jetsons and the Flintstones. Yeah. Oh, and then there's the guy with like McSixoplex kind of name. Yeah, who was that guy? Right in. Right yeah. in, guys. Yeah. Um, oh, I should check the Twitter. Oh, that's right. I don't have internet. What you guys are hearing right now cool. is a single from the first solo electronic album from Stephen Malcolmus. Oh, really? really? Oh, there he is. Well, it's good that he's still running it out there. The regular bedroom Beethoven. And it sounds kind of Bowie is when he yeah Nancy Nancy a conversation kind of sounds uh the, like uh the bright eyes electronica oh yeah guy ashtray yeah whatever that was thank the heavens above and in true he is doing that thing where he like doesn't li- care little bit of an English accent mm-hmm. yeah your eyes well that kind of like, like that that makes sense just because everybody kind of generally sings in an unaffected American accent I feel really. like I mean Green Day did it too yeah but I'm saying like there is an accent if you want to do a genre like like that that makes sense right I guess yeah 
there I guess the Rolling the Stones were kind of pitching like Southern sometimes. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, he's, uh, and if you watch the video, which is on uh, the kexp.org site, uh, you can see him uh, in true Malcolm's fashion, barely trying to make the video. <laughs> Just a couple scenes, he's wearing a wrinkled polo shirt. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like this is, I don't know if you guys ever saw the, Malcolmus. Show, the show Hannibal, but this is, is uh, this is how Hannibal sings karaoke, I'm pretty sure. This is not a boy with a new haircut. No. Yes. But it uh, sounds really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear the rest of the album. Yeah. That's Stephen Malcolmus with hey, Crooked G. Electronic Rain, Crooked Electronic Rain. <laughs> K-E-X-P. Dot org. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the show's going on. There's a there's a gap of bands. That, you know, this is the hopeless record. The hopeless record show, show back back there. I'm I'm doing a good job of a uh, not you know uh, drinking too much at the open bar, the VIP section. Uh, do, do my best to like you know because then the next day I was going to be directing uh, the Fiddler video. Do my best, uh, but then. We're all upstairs. Ben Getting is there. Uh, we're watching Dillinger 4 play. They're just a fantastic band. Might be one of the better sets I've seen them do. Uh, and at a certain point, I was just like, I can't be up here watching them. Like, mm-hmm. I have to be in front of the stage. So I went down. And not like I moshed, but I was, you know, I just wanted to be as close as I could. And getting bumped. Getting bumped a little bit here and there. Um, little front bump. Oh, front bump. Little uh, bump. Yeah. Shoulders. Uh, no one's got shoulders, though. Um, but uh, it did you remind me, every time I see him, I think about this. And I, I, I haven't heard this in a very, very, very long time. My friend uh, Brian Baldwin uh, showed me this, where Dillinger 4 um, was supposed to open up for Bad Brains at First Avenue. Brian Baldwin at Bad Brains? Uh, no, Brian, what? Brian Baldwin at Bradbrains.com? .org. Your friend Brian Baldwin. Yeah, what about him? He saw Bad Brains? No. Oh. What? I feel, I feel like you were talking watched... about bad brains, and I was thinking about the alliteration of Brian Baldwin. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like watching somebody go up on the high dive and then go out and then boing and boing and, bo- and, and then, then like, triple Lindy and just, just Rodney ab- ab- absorbing the, the, the diving board into their legs and then mm-hmm. walking slowly back Holy and then coming butter! down the ladder again. Very uh, precarious right. up there. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, and he, th- so they were supposed to play. Oh, it's not fucking available, is it? Oh boy! What happened? Um, no, I was hoping to f- get this. I guess I gotta find the fucking CD sometime. Oh, we'll try it another time. All right. Uh, but like you know, we'll, we'll do this. There was another thing where like HR to cancel the show that they were playing, uh, just left a message on the box office answering machine of, of the venue. Oh wow! Real, and he's supposed to be like he's like kind of like he's HR going real sorry. But Bad Brains won't be able to make it tonight, but you can get Bad Brains merch. I'm trying to remember exactly how it was, but Dillinger 4 played the show. Everyone got their money back, but they would play They would play all the excerpts from the... Uh, the answering machine? Yeah. Oh, funny. If anyone has access to that recording, please uh, email to us, Radio R-A-Y-D-I-O, at gmail.com. But while we're here, mm-hmm. let's just go and listen to Double Whiskey Coke No Ice by um, Dillinger 4 off their album Midwestern Songs of the Americas. It has been 10 years since they put out an album, uh, which is crazy to me that's been 10 years because it's like I still listen to that last album and all their albums all the time. 
and it's just I think it's the world is uh, at a disservice when there's not more uh, Dillinger Four albums out there. So this is Double Whiskey Coke No Ice. Hold the Coke. It's a not, not a bad drink either. Not a bad drink either. Double, double whiskey, Coke, no ice. It's, and there's a, um, and I know it's like they're, it's, it's in the context of the song, they're quoting Nelson um, Algren, but like, like that, the Nelson Algren came to me and said, celebrate the ugly things. The beat up side of what they call pride could be the measure of these days. And I fucking love. That's a good, that's, that's a, a good fucking, quotation. It's, it's good. They're good at it. They're, they're, the lyrics are good, and they're and they're like uh, they they do a lot of uh, work to make them kind of stand alone as like their own kind of poetry. Yeah, and it's it, it's amazing the spectrum you can get on lyrics like uh, on stuff like that where it means so much to people, or sometimes it's just sing- things to say that sound good with the music. Yeah, but there's you know they they're just and they're so pro- progressive and they care about mm-hmm. like you know people just uh, there was the. Uh, I, um, you know, minimum wage is a gateway drug. Uh, it's a song that Patty sings, and there's that breakdown where it's just like, "This isn't what we want. This isn't what we need. This is what we can't afford." Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's just that's, uh, it's just fucking. They're they're good, and, and I fucking love them so much. And there's is there there's there's, it's weird that they're so like there's something in that was the thing about seeing them at the end of the night. There were they were bigger and better than every other band. Mm-hmm. And I want to say bigger, like in sales or whatever, like that. I mean, just like there was this 
other thing about them that they're still playing punk music. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is playing punk music, but something about the the combination of those four guys, which is really truly some of the parts. Like it's like you can't take one of them away mm-hmm. uh, without it, you know, being the same. And it's just like they are just they have it. There's just something yeah, they, about them. There is that's there cool. is something, and and that's the reason you go see shows and you go like like the, the when you you see something like that and you're like oh it, it make it puts everything that you've just done in perspective. You're like, oh, this was worth parking, and this was worth <laughs> yeah. waiting and seeing the bands that I didn't like. Like the that's that's the best feeling you can have. Yeah, and it's sometimes you don't you need to see the band live to really know. You, you know, there's a friend of mine uh, just got a uh, like a tattoo that like sounds silly, but like um, uh, she got like a tattoo of uh, of Mel Brooks almost kind of as a as a pope. <laughs> uh, with like a you know big light yeah. burst around the head, and then um, holding up, you know the 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 shocker, the five. essentially the shocker. Oh. But on that hand has six fingers. Oh, because oh. of the the, yeah. the thing he did at the um, when he got his when he put his hands down at Grauman's Chinese Theater in the cement, he had a prosthetic finger added to his hand, <laughs> and so it's like when you, when you go to see his uh, his you know his thing at the Chinese Theater, that's see, such a good bit. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, you know, she she Probably wasn't sure. Hand. She wasn't sure if she was going to do it. And then like, uh, I I you know, like and I she was happy when she did. It. And then she kind of said, "This is why I got it." I'm realizing this is why I got the tattoo. And she kind of gave this really thoughtful mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. response to like why she got it. And I I think sometimes we're drawn to things or pushed towards things, and it's not until after we do them that we kind of go, "Oh." This is why, like, it's yeah. you have to experience it or do it to really know why you uh, did it in the first place. To bring it back to my very uh, stodgy Jesuit uh, Catholic school, in it, my senior year, I got into English for honors, and I was very excited to be there. And the rest of the class, you, sorry, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the rest of the class did not like me because I was one of the plebeians that came into their honors class and they'd been oh. all together. And we got in a fight in English class one day where they were talking about the genius of some of these novelists that were reading, that they were able to layer everything and like put together metaphors and and really like work on multiple levels while they're writing this thing. And I, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Like no none of these guys knew what they were doing when they were writing this. Like that they they had ideas. They knew what they were doing with part of it, but like all of what you're talking about is unconscious. Like I'm sure these people like read this stuff later and realize, oh, this is this is what I was writing about, or this is this is what I was going through, and Applied I didn't really... meaning through criticism. Yeah, yeah, it, exactly. Like like or 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 even like the the subconscious in creation it, uh, yeah. of sort of like, hey, I made uh, I made a movie about uh, you know the the fall of this thing, and then I got done, and I realized, oh, my dad died right before I uh, I started making that movie, and it is about missing someone yeah. or something like that. Like like just that that what drew you towards the thing? Yeah, yeah you don't know what it is until it's oh. entirely in your rear view. In in all cases, in criticism and in like makings in yeah. creativity as I well. I mean, my penguin tattoo is very similar. I was like I was like oh, I always always wanted a penguin tattoo. I always wanted a penguin tattoo, and then I got it, and like I kind of goes like. Oh, you know why I feel like I always related to penguins? Just be, like it's just there was this, yeah. They, you know, they they do this thing they're not supposed to do. They swim instead of fly. They, you know, like I went to the Natural History Museum last week. Penguins have six lungs. Yeah, really? Their lungs are like in six pockets. Oh, and they can because they can dive like eighteen stories down into the ocean. To who put look. an eighteen-story building out there? 
Well, I mean, 180 feet. Okay. So they can dive that far down, and it's because they compartmentalize their oxygen reserves. Hmm. And they go like, okay, section one down, section two down. Oh, wow. There's little tiny, it's like that movie yeah. Meet Dave where there's little penguins running around, like <laughs> operating stuff and stuff. Yeah, it's just, it, it was just like a bizarre, like, I don't know what you call it, like a model of a penguin uh, innards. And then you just look at these lungs and you're like, oh, weird. Yeah. You, you ever think about You're going to have to start holding the mic, man. Aliens are among us. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you should uh, get but the Yeah, we were talking about, you know. Underneath. You can't hear it. You don't know if I don't sound good. Yeah, you don't sound good. What? He doesn't sound good, right? Yeah, he sounds, he sounds weak. He sounds like he's just a freaking sound like a boy. I am weak. Yeah. That's why I carry steel. Also, we were, t- we were talking about feelings and things we did that we felt, uh, you know, um, that we gravitated towards, mm-hmm. and then Neil said, "I learned something about penguins." <laughs> well, you were Look, also talking about penguins. I was. Ta- I wasn't talking about penguins. I was talking about. I may never know her name, but I know that she gets him out and doing activities, and so I'm okay. Someone's with going that. to a pub quiz night, and when I mentioned it to Deanna, she started cackling, <laughs> and then she said, "At least they're getting each other out of the house." <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Love is fun. Yeah. No, I mean it's fun. Th- pub th- trivia. When I know stuff that younger people don't. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. See, dazzling. Uh, is there a Steely Dan category like, tonight, or is, is that what you're doing? Yeah, there could have been. Defend, you're defending. You're like, I gotta be the. Like, I gotta we're not be the making man. fun of you for going to a pub quiz. Yeah, you were. You were laughing no, at me. The fact that you're going out. Look at the bigger picture of what we're talking about. Yeah. I wasn't literally talking about a penguin. It's really. Were, I'm glad were, I know about the six lungs. Well, we're literally talking about this. Li- okay, we will not know about, until I was talking about with the penguin. All right, let me tell you about my tattoos. Great, that's what I was really. I'm hoping. saying we can't judge this until we're done with it. I got a I got a New England flag that's all fucked up. It's got too many stars, <laughs> not enough stripes. It wasn't mean. It wasn't in my intention, but <laughs> fucking Australian lady had no idea what the flag was about. I, I, I will say. Fucked that, it up. I, so that, I look like an asshole. Neil, I'm, I'm again, not, we're I'm, not talking about just tattoos in general. I got it because that's where I'm from. <laughs> I'm not a deep thinker, man. <laughs> this is, oh, this is like. Point the, of origin. That's what I got. Or my, I said, uh, what am I not going to change my mind about? Well, where I'm from is not really yeah, alterable. That is, that is a good point. Yeah. I, good point. I, this is and I got like, swallows because sailors get swallows to represent uh, returning to home. Mm-hmm. Oh. This is like if John Cusack put in like a book on tape when he was standing outside. Somebody, that woman's <laughs> just reciting facts. <laughs> like, I don't have an emotional context for this. I'm just going to yell things I don't about listen to stuff. music. I listen to podcasts. <laughs> that's, oh, that was one of my favorite. The one, that's what reminded me of the escape from uh, Danamora was that like... Uh, um, Patricia Arquette or, or what the Arquette yeah. that's in it like uh, the guy playing her husband's like got that real it's like ah oh, sweetie like that real Midwest uh-huh. like and um, and like someone's like what, do you, what music do you want to listen to they're at a bar he's, he's like he's like she, he doesn't listen to music he's like I'm more of a news and weather guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I love that he separated weather yeah. more of a news and weather guy <laughs> oh I wish what, what, weather guy you think a weather guy like gets excited when they match it or is he is he going out he's like that that's bullshit like this guy on the the seven o'clock news is always saying it's gonna rain and it never rains he, he said it was gonna be uh, uh 13 degrees but uh turns out it was just 21 but that's a that's a big margin of error I, I, I like the guy on 11 the guy felt on like five. minus three though yeah. The wind. yeah the wind chill 
That guy on that guy on six can suck dick. I was gonna do that kind of accent. I was gonna work on that accent for that movie I did mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. Yeah. But when I found out no one else was doing it, I oh. was like, well, far be it for me to be the <laughs> one cartoon character in the movie there. Yeah. And also, that's like a more of a, a Western Minnesota South Dakota accent. Oh. I was schooled on that. So Northwoods doesn't do that. Yeah, like I, uh, my friend in college was from Minnesota, and I was like, "Oh, you talk like those Fargo people." And she's like, "Fargo's not in Minnesota." Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, right, yeah." I, but there's that there. Midwest. There's still like there's still Iowa a long, a long does a. it. Long yeah. A's. Yeah, Chicago, yeah. Chicago. You know, Illinois. I, I, we need to get like somebody who does accents on just to just to run us through it. Just Let's, a yeah. whole get, whole get, day of get James Adomian on the horn. I was, I was trying to do Gorka today. I couldn't do Gorka. He was on the radio. Oh, I boy. I was, I was trying. How does James do that? Like, do you for do the some, accent and then you do the voice? For, for some reason, I'm obsessed with the way anyone else but me pronounces ham. Ham? Yeah. I, I, I do say a ham. 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 But it's just, I don't know, that A. I always go, ham. 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 <laughs> like, Pam, get the ham. That's that's Can a I lot a of ham sandwich. Ham. Like, that's a lot just, of. Just, that just sounds like Pete Holmes. Ham. <laughs> ham. Ham. Uh, ham. A lot of my li- my empty lift time is uh, thinking about words and saying them out loud. So just driving. That's and when uh, empty, empty lift time is when Cash works out without weights. <laughs> <laughs> Doing uh, vapor curls. I, I also. <laughs> I also call it going to the bar. Going to the bar. <laughs> yeah. No, those speaking are of, curls. Speaking no. of, we got some time before Neil's got to go to his bar trivia. So, you can't show uh, a pub trivia buzzed. <laughs> I've got I got two hours till pub trivia. Um, uh, so uh, this past Sunday, I uh, directed a video for our friends Fiddler. Yeah. For, uh, their song, Can't You See? Cash was there helping out. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, Donald was, was there invited. helping out. Cody Votolano. Um uh, we got the whole band. The whole band was the there, whole and, band. and it stars uh, Martin Starr from, of course, uh, Freaks and Geeks and uh, Party Down and uh, the, Don't Silicon You Wish Valley. You Were Here and yeah. Seven Seconds to Mars and the Spider-Man movies and uh, t- two two of the last three Andromeda strains. <laughs> I, I what's Seven Seconds to Mars? Isn't I, that that band? Yeah, I I, I kind of was making up titles. And, okay, uh, well. It did great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's in the Spider-Man movies. That's actually kind of what I got distracted yeah. by. I was like, oh, yeah. That, well, that's what... He, so, like, he... I got to take him and Taron, Taron Kilm. When I was out in London, uh-huh. Taron Kilm just happened to be in town because his wife was working on something. Uh, Martin was in town shooting Spider-Man. Uh-huh. And so uh, we had a free night and Fiddler was playing. So I took him to go see Fiddler. Oh, that's cool. And then, you know, Elvis from Fiddler went to ask him uh, if he wanted to be in a video. And then they asked me to direct it. Uh Probably so I didn't feel bad that I would introduce him to a celebrity and then not get any fucking kickback. <laughs> and you couldn't get Taryn in it, I guess. I'm sorry. Well, uh, the, uh, <laughs> uh, but the uh, the video comes out this Friday, mm-hmm. as does their new album, Almost Free. The, I <clears throat> was listening to on, on Apple Music. If you listen to this when you download it, it there's three of the tracks. Three of the songs are out. And yeah. uh, this Friday, the 26th, the entire album comes out. And that is the same day as the video that I directed uh, uh, comes out as well. So uh, I need all my radio heads. All you all my All you radio heads out there to uh, watch it and spread it around. It's all you racists. Um, and so this is the song that we made the video for. It's called Can't You See? And it's off of Almost Free. And this is me. Joan Ray, say ye. Mm-hmm. 
Never force a ream. <laughs> but all right. Cash, thank you so much thank for you. being here. Neil. Gee, Jesus. You did hey, great. I would like everyone to watch uh, Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. Oh, fuck. That's right. Oh, I, yeah. I, 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 I texted uh, Danny about getting him here so you guys can swap stories about making the show. But Trigger Danny. Warning with Killer Mike. Dan, uh, Danny Dubs is what I call him. Daniel Weidenfeld. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, it's on your Netflix. It's really funny. It's on Netflix. It's on your Netflix. Trigger, Trigger Warning with Killer Mike. There's six episodes, I think. And uh, they're real weird and funny. And he's a super charming guy. And he's hard to resist. Yeah. Thank you. Really, really rad. Oh, we're talking about Killer Mike. Killer Mike. Yeah. He was, you were looking at me. Killer Michael Render. Not shit or cash. Killer Mike. This oh. is Can't You See. <laughs> Julia Prescott, and we're the host of Everything's Coming Coming Up Up Simpsons. Simpsons. 
every episode we cover a different episode of The Simpsons that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright. I got a D minus, I passed! And we've also had people that are on the Max Fun Network already. We've had Weird Al Yankovic on the show. I was just uh, struck by how sharp the writing is. I mean, that's no surprise because it's The Simpsons, but I mean, like, you can't say that about a a lot of TV shows, particularly ones that at that point had been on the air for 14 years. Find us on MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Smell you later. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.